If Only I. The time is 11.07 and you're listening to Brunch with me, Sadia, sitting in for Noreen today. And now, how many times have you dreamt about becoming a singer or songwriter? Well, we know that it's competitive and it's competitive out there and you need determination and focus to succeed. Hong Kong singer and songwriter Robin Yip joins me now to tell me more about her life and music. And let me welcome her into the studio. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning, everybody that's listening. It's lovely to have you on. And, um, you know, I was kind of reading a little bit about you and I thought, my goodness, and just now we were chatting before we started and you were telling me that, oh, I hope I don't look sleepy tonight because, (laughs) because I had a rough night with my children. So now, you know, you're a mother of two. Yes, I am a mother of two. And a six-month-old and a three-year-old. Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, you are actually then juggling a career and your family. So how did it all start for you? Are you from a kind of musical background family or how did it start? Um, Well, that's a very, very long story. But then I'm actually not from a musical family. But Mm -hmm. growing up, I've always loved music. I've always um, enjoyed writing songs, actually. Um, And then I started when I was, I think... 12 or 13 had a crush on a boy type of situation and then I started writing songs and then uh, eventually I actually you know went to university and did did a major in psychology psychology related Mm. and human development and all that stuff and that's kind of another passion of mine so I um, actually worked for a few years as a behavioral therapist for children with special needs Mm -hmm. and then I was thinking originally I was gonna go you know pursue that path but then I just realized that there's some things that you in life that if you don't do when you're young if you don't try when you're young you're never gonna do it and you know I've always had music in my life and you kind of take for granted that you can have your academics and your extracurriculars as a student and then you go come out and you work and you realize that there's a piece of you that's missing Mm. so I eventually decided that um, I was gonna shoot YouTube videos um, for fun and then one thing led to another and then I just kind of got picked up by a label and then um, you know, released albums, did shows, and then, you know, it, the rest was history. Yeah. It sounds amazing. It sounds like a, a bit of a fairy tale here where you <laughs> you had this bug and uh, suddenly it all moved for you then, didn't it? Well, I think it's a combination of things. I think it's a very, this industry is so fickle and it, it's a combination of hard work and, and a lot of, you know, people, mm-hmm. uh, people helping you and, you know, uh, people that have become friends that kind of guide you along the way and a lot of luck also, mm-hmm. honestly. And people may remember you as the duo, Robin and Kendi. Yes. So that was, how long was that for? That was for nine years. <laughs> wow. That was a really long uh, journey and that was basically the bulk of my career and then by the end of it it was 2019 2020 everything got really slow a lot of because of covid everything got slow and that was also the year that i i got pregnant and because of the two of us we're both um singer songwriters we both have a lot of things we want to put on our music like in terms of messaging and in terms of the things that we want to say and it's just kind of come to a place where you know i have a new chapter in my life and we we all want to we both want to say very different things Mm. so it was it was just kind of like a natural 
um, progression where we, you know, uh, wanted to kind of do our separate things for a mm. bit. But that must be, I mean, the depth of experience that you have and the, and the things that you're going through, how much of that is influencing the music that you play? I definitely think that, you know, with especially with sing, singing, songwriting, this whole uh combo of things it's it's very much about writing about your own personal life and it's it's very much like um when you write a song is it feels kind of like a polaroid like you're taking a picture of that a photo of that moment mm -hmm. and you capture that that sentiment and that emotion whatever that's going through your head at that point in time so sometimes i look back and you know i i listen to the song and then i have those memories and i think that's such a beautiful thing no matter where kind of uh my career goes because it's so unpredictable as i said and as a as a mother now i'm definitely not as prolific as i used to be mm -hmm. so in a way you know i've had those road bumps and i've had those moments where i feel like oh you know i don't have the momentum as i used to what am i going to do with that but actually if you listen to all of uh your old works it's still there and it's forever going to be there mm. and i'm proud of everything that i've done and yes i'm kind of taking it slower right now but it's okay to me but that's that's so important to have that kind of um, thought in your mind that look the momentum doesn't necessarily need to be always going up like that you can given the circumstances that are happening in your life it can slow down it, there's yeah. a few peaks and troughs but I think that's it's probably one of the challenges isn't it of being you know out there in front of people that you feel like you need to be feeding them with new things all the time yeah I think and with social media especially yeah, pressure. there mm. is a pressure but I've decided that um, I think when you become a mother you just kind of care less about a lot of things yeah. <laughs> so you just kind of take it slow and I realized that you know the people that love your music they're still going to be there every once in a while I get um, messages and I get people fans saying wonderful things about a certain song that you've written a long time ago and it really warms my heart and also um, kind of on top of this whole um, singer-songwriter career I am still currently with my my publisher um, Warner Chapel and and they uh, were so great with helping me sell my songs and pitch my songs to other people so um, some of my demos gotten picked up, have gotten picked up and mm -hmm. um, other artists have been able to sing them and I'm so grateful for that too Sounds amazing so yeah. how would you describe your music for somebody who's not familiar with it how would you describe it um I don't know it's really hard um, but I guess I started off kind of folksy and acoustic and um, it, it's it's very you could say that it has a certain certain kind of like narrative going on mm -hmm. um, but it's kind of evolved also and it's writing for other people nowadays versus how I used to write for myself is very different it's quite interesting isn't it I mean just writing for other people how do you kind of start it off do you almost immerse yourself in their life somehow and what they're yeah, thinking yeah yeah it's think... like it's like an art it's like an actor isn't it when you take on a role yes um, exactly um, there's two sides there's kind of this capturing the story and the message of what this artist wants to say what this artist may may um, kind of what would fit with their branding and then there's also the technical side of like if I'm writing for somebody that's male or female what their vocal range is like what their previous body of work is like you know what um, what kind of genres are they um, interested in trying um, how to write something uh, 
that they can care like they can sing but then um bring something fresh and new to the table mm -hmm. so it's like there's an element of familiarity and also surprise mm -hmm. i think that has been such a that's i think this year especially these two years um that was the biggest kind of um uh growth for me because uh previously i've been just writing for robin and candy and writing for myself but i think the the great thing about writing for other people is that you kind of think outside the box a little yeah. more it's like creativity isn't it that yeah you bring in that you you can put your own sort of perception on it can't you yeah and i i like i like the fact that you get to collaborate with other people like maybe you know there's a you know one day writing cam session where it's just me and a, and a tracker like a beat maker and then um and somebody who would eventually produce the track and then we all sit down and we all come up with the song together and then from morning till midnight i still remember when i was like 35 weeks pregnant i did one of these <laughs> i did one of these i did one of these uh writing camps and i just went from it, it was we started at 9 a.m and then um it just went all the way to like midnight 12 30 i don't believe or it <laughs> yeah and then i was really heavily pregnant and my producer friend tima <laughs> he's like robin go home and i was like no we're just like almost there oh, <laughs> so so um it was it was so fun though it was super it's, fun it's good though isn't it i mean that you're able to keep as active as that and then you know things are working and that's the whole thing isn't it that you keep those brain cells working and you love it yeah it, it just fuels my you know energy and then yeah. i have more to give back home that sounds amazing no um in your kind of whole music career is there any particular sort of artist that has influenced you like have you had you know is there someone that you look up at and you think wow you know they're amazing um i I was uh, really, really obsessed with Ed Sheeran mm -hmm. and um, just, well, I think before that, there's also a bunch like Sarah Borelli's I really liked because she had an acapella background and I had an acapella background, just a bunch of singer songwriters. And especially with Ed Sheeran, he's he's the reason why I learned the loop pedal and oh, I wow. tried to write with like, you know, uh, the loop pedal and stuff and it, it's it's for me I um, I feel really inspired by how he can just be like a one-man band and he can tour the world and he can he can you know just make every track sound so uniquely different with just the loop station and the guitar obviously I still have um, a lot of different kinds of music that, that that does not use the loop pedal but then I've done some sets um, where I use it and then it's just very empowering so when you say the loop pedal for somebody who's not familiar with it well how would you describe that and what is it um it's basically a gadget on stage that you can just uh, loop in a track you can uh, record a track basically mm -hmm. and then it repeats itself over and over and over again and then you stack on top of it you okay. stack new tracks on top of it okay. and then so you can add a f at first maybe a bass line and then a beat you just keep and then it's a, like layers and then it's like right. layers okay. and coming from kind of like when i was in school like an acapella background that part really you can kind of do that uh layering element mm -hmm. um with just that uh gadget uh, if you will mm -hmm. um so i really miss doing that live um and it actually since since i've become a mother and because of COVID for the past three, two, three years, it's just, it's been hard to really find opportunities to perform. But um, 
if you know I, I hope that one day when I get to be more prolific and active again for my own music that I, I get to do more different things to show people that oh I, I actually have a lot of ideas and things to share it sounds like you're bursting with them actually. <laughs> so, I mean now tell me like in this kind of journey that you've had what has been the most challenging thing for you since that moment that you decided yeah I'm going to do this um, I'm going to be a singer-songwriter, or uh -huh, I'm going uh -huh, to. Uh -huh. I think. Um, I think there's. It's just different eras have different kinds of short struggles. I think the main struggle right now is mainly the the family and work balance. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm still in the midst of the struggle, mm -hmm. if I'm honest. But I think that. Um, you know, it's it's because of the fact that I I am a mother and and um, I'm with them so much. I'm also become a more emotional person. Mm -hmm. So in a way, that kind of helps with the songwriting and the yeah, melodies absolutely. in my head. Have you ever thought of writing something for your children? I have oh, actually. Have, right? Yeah, there's a song that um, I wrote while I was pregnant with my first, and I actually shot. Um, the music video for when I was in my early third trimester wow. called Little Love. Oh. And um, yeah, that one was so nice. is, is de dedicated on, to my daughter. Your kid's going to be well thrilled. <laughs> um, also, you're, you're quite an activist where mental health awareness and obviously your background where yes. you're te teaching and your degree in psychology now. Um, I always see that, you know, if you are in the public face and people know you, you have got a great platform to be able to raise awareness of these things. Is that something that you want to do at some point or you do at the moment? Yes. Um, so I worked with uh, children with special needs and autism, especially mm -hmm. um, for three years. And I have always gone back to it um, with, you know, passion because you know uh, every April uh, beginning of April is autism awareness uh, day uh, uh, April 2nd mm -hmm. and um, every year I try to share a little bit more about um, you know on my social media a little bit more about that and every 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 so often I uh, have the opportunities of coming across events and and um, charities that uh, deal with mental health I think it is for a sun for a small city like Hong Kong I think it's it's very important to just be um, aware of you know your own mental wellness and for me um, you know on top of just you know uh, autism and special needs children like I think especially now I, I feel like I need to take care of my own mental health Absolutely. as well yeah. because of <clears throat> just the changes that's been going on for the past few years you know I have had friends who really really struggled over covid and i'm sure a lot of people in the audience or in the you know who are listening to this program has struggled and so i really hope that through um be it music or just through um simply just speaking about it and sharing about it that we can make this kind of a more um important conversation that, that we should have. And it's so important to address these issues because as you're, you know, as you mentioned that you are juggling, you know, a career and there's a lot of pressure on you and you've got your children and there's a lot of women out there too, generally men and women, but sometimes maybe the focus is on women more sometimes that they kind of keep quiet and keep doing what they have to do and not say anything. <laughs> you know? Well, I, I do think that like, 
Actually, I think that women are more open about their yeah. Their they will emotions. be able to talk about it, while men don't actually. But, yes, That's right. men they just kind of keep to themselves. Um, but I, I definitely think that um, it is an important conversation to have, especially. Um, I also have some uh, friends who maybe recently have given birth, and they have um, certain emotions that they feel that is hard to explain. Mm -hmm. I think the the important thing is to really, um, really have that as a you know not as a taboo, and just be able to talk, talk about, about it. it. Mm -hmm. Because I think for me, even if I didn't um, luckily experience. Um, a postpartum sort of um, depression or that kind of feeling. I, I still had struggles. I very much had struggles. And um, especially the struggles between, you know, oh, how can I sustain my career and continue my music career without, you know, you know, but still be able to be there and be super present as a mother. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I battle with that every day also. So, um, but I see it as, you know, music is is my kind of therapy yeah that's and you a kind just, of release for you yeah to be able to. and i think it's very heartwarming when i hear fans and people saying that our music um as robin and candy or my own um healed them or helped them oh and, that's lovely in many different kinds of ways i've we you know over the years we get lots of messages like that and it really gives me a reason um, yeah. more than anything else to continue. Yeah, no, I think you're doing a fabulous job now. I've got a track of yours lined up um, to finish with, and this one is Lost Forever. Can you tell me a little bit about it? What oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, this song is very personal because I think it was during a time when, um, you know, people were disagreeing with each other a lot, you know, in terms of everything that's been happening. I wrote this song in 2019. Mm -hmm. So that kind so of is gives that a hint in of... in the COVID just around that time? Uh, before COVID. Oh, yeah, just so, before it so other thing that's other things that have been happening in the city that, that pe oh, my, okay. my friends, okay. my friends have been, you know, different and you know in how okay. they look at the world and and I think it kind of stemmed from that and me wanting to just just hide <laughs> well, so Robin thank you so much for coming in today it's been lovely talking to you and uh, I look forward to having you back on the program at some point too and so I'm going to play Lost Forever and um I hope that we can have you back on the show soon. Yes, thank, <laughs> thank you, you so much, much for having me. All right, so here's Lost Forever from Robin Yip.